Clovis, building a healthy life together. What's up, everybody? Justin Nall here with another Just Justin episode of the Clovis Culture Podcast. This is another episode I recorded while on quarantine, social distancing. I've been at this for almost a month now. Just in a couple days, it will be a month for me. So I just wanted to pop on here with a little intro and let you guys know that I am still offering my free Combating Coronavirus ebook, a five-step protocol for improving your metabolic health and boosting your immune system. You can get that for free. Just head to IamClovis.com slash coronavirus. All one word, IamClovis.com slash coronavirus, and get your free Combating Coronavirus ebook. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to this podcast and leave me a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. I know that leaving a podcast review can be quite tricky, so I have made this as easy as possible for you. All you have to do is visit ratethispodcast.com slash Clovis. Again, rate this podcast.com slash Clovis. I've also included this link in the show notes, so you can just click that link and it will show you a list of podcast platforms. Select your favorite podcast platform and you will see step-by-step on-screen instructions for exactly how to leave a podcast review. Each and every review counts. It really, really helps and it truly means the world to me. Thank you. As always, this episode is brought to you by Clovis. I am the founder and CEO of Clovis and I am in the business of changing people's lives for the better. I am a certified nutritional therapist and I have helped over 1,000 people just like you transform their health and wellness. And I want to work with you. To prove it, I'm going to give you a free seven-day trial, which will give you full-blown access to all of the exclusive members-only content that Clovis has to offer. Just visit IamClovis.com slash start. I-A-M-C-L-O-V-I-S dot com slash start start. You will find videos of yours truly and you will find some incredible transformation stories from real life Clovis clients. You will be shocked by the incredible stories that these brave individuals have to tell. Stories of full-blown life transformation. 50 pounds in 8 weeks, 40 pounds in 60 days, 19 pounds in 21 days, 100 pounds in 6 months, you name it, I have a client who has done it. And you can too. Check out IamClovis.com start and get started with your free trial today. If you'd like to check out my physical products, I am offering you a very special deal on the Perfect Paleo Powder. 30% off your first purchase. In fact, that 30% discount will be applied to your entire cart for your first purchase at IamClovis.com. Head over to IamClovis.com, check out the Perfect Paleo Powder and all the other products that I have available, and you will get 30% off your first purchase. Just use promo code PERFECTPODCAST, all one word, P-E-R-F-E-C-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Perfect podcast, all one word. Apply this discount code at checkout and you will receive 30% off your entire first order. Just visit IamClovis.com to grab this special deal. All right, let's get on with the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy. Live by example. This is a term you'll hear me use constantly in my Clovis content. Trying to force others to change has historically proven to be a complete waste of time. In fact, in most cases, it has the exact opposite effect. It causes individuals to dig their heels in even more, no matter how detrimental or incorrect their current belief system may be. In this episode, 
I want to help you reframe your understanding of the term live by example. When you hear me say those words, I want to help you paint the most accurate picture of the concept I'm trying to share with you. Living by example is basically the exponential spreading of good ideas. Whatever energy we put out into the world, we spread, positive or negative. Exponential growth is how one person can change the entire world without even knowing it. Living by example is the driver of that exponential spread. With this current global pandemic, I've been presented with an opportunity, albeit a strange and unusual opportunity, to be able to teach you this concept in a way that will stick in your brain forever. I can use all of the fancy new terminology and prediction models we've all learned so much about over the past few weeks to give you an extremely clear picture of what can happen when we live by example. In a digital world more globally connected than ever before, we can spread ideas faster than the coronavirus. This is how changing the world becomes a very real possibility. This is how we crush the false beliefs that people hold, such as, quote, I'm just one person. What can I really do? End quote. I'm going to drive this point home with a thought experiment, showcasing the true power of exponential growth, which is a term we've heard a lot in the past few weeks as it pertains to social distancing and the spread of the coronavirus. I want you to picture Fenway Park, one of the most famous baseball stadiums of all time. We're going to use this for our exponential growth thought experiment. Picture Fenway Park. Now, picture yourself in a seat in the last row of the bleacher section at the very highest point in all of Fenway Park. Oh, and you're handcuffed. Now, imagine Fenway Park is completely sealed to hold in water. Let the thought experiment begin. At 12 noon, a single drop of water is placed in the center of the park, right on the pitcher's mound. At 12.01 p.m., two drops of water are added to the pitcher's mound. At 12.02 p.m., four drops of water are added to the pitcher's mound. At 12.03 p.m., eight drops of water are added to the pitcher's mound. This goes on and on with the amount of water drops being doubled every minute. And now for the big question. How much time do you have to escape from the handcuffs before you are completely underwater? Take some time and really think about this. Pause the podcast if you have to. I've shared the same thought experiment at many dinner tables in my day, and people come up with all sorts of answers. Now, those answers are usually anywhere from days to weeks to months. Would you like to know the answer? 12.49 p.m. You would have exactly 49 minutes before you were completely submerged in water. And that's not even the craziest part of this thought experiment. The craziest part is... At 12.44 p.m., just five minutes before you're completely submerged, 93% of the park would be empty. That is the true power of exponential growth. I know, this is absolutely mind-bending stuff. If you need to rewind and listen to that example a few more times to fully grasp it, be my guest. It is extremely difficult to wrap your mind around, and this is the reason why us humans are so awful at comprehending the true power of exponential growth. This is also how coronavirus spreads exponentially. This is the concept of the R-naught figure. I shared this in a recent podcast. The R-naught figure basically gives us a model for the growth of the coronavirus, or anything that spreads. With an R-naught of two, 
Each person infected infects, on average, two other people. That gives us the r naught of 2. The very same r naught in the thought experiment with Fenway Park and the drops of water. Let's use this same model for spreading good ideas. We'll use the example of nutrition and the spread of the Clovis lifestyle. Not just some fad diet or 30-day cleanse, but the actual adoption of the Clovis lifestyle. Let's say you fully adopt the Clovis lifestyle. You work in the dark, you're consistent, you're disciplined, you don't talk much about it, you just execute day after day in your own little world. You get healthier and healthier until the changes can no longer be ignored by outside observers. Let's say your sibling notices your thriving health. They ask you for information on how to get healthy. They want what you've got. You give them the information and they get healthy. But not just them. They team up with their significant other and decide to get healthy as a team. Well, you've just infected two people with the Clovis lifestyle. Now, your sibling and their significant other might go on to tell their two closest friends. The r naught of two continues, and they have now infected four additional individuals. Those four people tell their two closest friends or relatives, and suddenly the exponential growth is moving faster than you ever thought possible. There's not much on earth that can spread faster than ideas, positive or negative. That is why it is imperative that those of us living our best lives do our part by spreading our ideas even if it is only with a few of our closest loved ones. Think about the Fenway Park model. That is an r naught of two, just like coronavirus, and we've all seen how quickly things can escalate at that rate of growth. Now, think about Clovis. Even if we limit the discussion to just social media, my potential reach online is, quite literally, infinite. Billions more than an r naught of two which has been clearly shown to be powerful enough to disrupt the entire planet if the thing being spread is detrimental. With my own current audience of followers, I can reach about 40,000 people with a single piece of content across all of my different platforms. And that doesn't even include the people who will see my content and then share it with their own sphere of influence. If I share something with 40,000 people and a dozen additional people share it with their audience of even 150 people each, we now have 41,800 potential sets of eyeballs on a single piece of content. If even 0.005, in other words, less than one half of 1% of those people adopt the idea as their own, that's 209 people, an r naught of 209, 105 times the r naught of 2 we see with coronavirus or the Fenway Park thought experiment. Do you understand the implications of what I just said? It is infinitely powerful. Want to change the world? Share your story. I've been screaming that same message from the rooftops since the beginning of Clovis. I stand firm in the belief that the single biggest impact you can have on humanity and society as a whole is by simply sharing your story with anyone who will listen. But these false beliefs we hold about just being one person hold us back. Think back on your life. How many times have you held back from sharing your true feelings out of fear? This could be in person at a social event. It could be with your romantic partner or your kids. It could be with your parents. It could be something as silly as a Facebook post sharing your nutrition beliefs. It makes sense that you don't share when you're accidentally calculating risk versus reward with inaccurate equations. For instance, if you think, 
I'm only one person. I can't change anyone's mind or impact the world at all. And then you look at the fact that sharing your beliefs online opens you up to criticism from others. It seems like a lopsided risk versus reward. Open yourself up for judgment or criticism for what? A piece of content that you don't truly believe can make any impact on the world? It's no wonder you don't share. Who can blame you if we're looking at the world through this erroneous model? But if we view the risk versus reward through this new lens of exponential growth, the chance that some internet troll or the dirtbag bully from your high school might comment on your post with a dig at you doesn't matter so much. Nobody cares what Richard from high school types from his lazy boy with Cheeto-stained fingers when you're inspiring people to change their lives for the better and build a brighter future for themselves. The risk versus reward is now tremendously lopsided in the other direction. Don't believe me? Think about my Clovis content. If you look at a post of mine that you agree with and the overwhelming majority of the comments are positive, thanking me for sharing such meaningful content, do your eyes magically latch onto the one or two negative comments in the thread and make you think, two negative comments? This Justin guy must be a real moron. No, not at all. In all likelihood, the negative comments make you agree with me even more and they make you feel sad for the internet troll. The same thing will happen when you start sharing your own content. The overwhelming majority of people will support you. You just don't see it this way because at this point in time, you can't picture having a following like Clovis does. But remember, there was a time when I was sharing nutrition information online with just my close friends and family. And it took two and a half years of consistent daily work to build the audience that I have now. You can do the very same thing without question. And don't worry, if that sounds overwhelming to you, the good news is you don't have to do what I did. Just the simple act of sharing one of my posts on your social media has the very same potential for exponential growth, and I've done all the heavy lifting for you. Something else worth noting here is one of my favorite quotes of all time. Quote, it is amazing what you can accomplish if you do not care who gets the credit. End quote. Harry S. Truman. Let me give a great example of this that I thought of on a recent phone call with my dad. Another imaginary thought experiment for you. My dad and I invest in the documentary film Sacred Cow, an amazing project from my friends Diana Rogers and Rob Wolf. Sacred Cow releases and thousands of people watch it. One of those viewers is a politician in a small town in a state I've never been to. After watching the film, that politician decides to dedicate funding to family-owned regenerative farms in his local area. The food production in that particular town changes dramatically thanks to the newly allocated funds and the local farmers are able to expand their operations to provide healthy food to even more people. On top of this, that politician goes on to create agreements between those farms and local schools to work toward a farm-to-table school lunch program for elementary school children. This is not a far-fetched scenario at all. I personally know individuals all across the country building local farm-to-table school lunch programs as we speak, like my dear friend Hillary Boynton, the lunch lady. But here's the thing. It's also entirely likely that something like this could happen and that politician would never reach out to me, Diana, Rob, or my dad to share his story with us. I might live my entire life and go to my grave without ever knowing that the politician existed or that a film that I helped fund had such a dramatic impact on a local community and the lives and health of countless school children. 
I might never know, ever. And I am totally okay with that. In fact, at this point, I can virtually guarantee that there are some number of people in the world today who have consumed a ton of my free Clovis content and changed their lives for the better. Those people might be very shy. They might never, ever reach out to me. They might never buy one of my products. They might never join a Facebook group or even like one of my posts. They might just be onlookers, consuming free content and executing in their own private lives, as I call it, working in the dark. I might never know they exist, but I have dramatically impacted their lives for the better. And if we follow the are not model, they also probably went on to impact the lives of other people as well all thanks to the content I created and put out for free, without caring if I ever got credit for changing those people's lives. I don't know if this is resonating with you at all, but to me, everything I'm telling you here is absolutely beautiful. But here's the problem. In society, we are programmed to want the credit. In fact, we want it so badly that most people won't execute at all unless they think they are going to get credit for what they do. Here are a couple of examples, and you can decide if you're guilty of being trapped in these types of mental prisons. Someone might say to me, sure, Justin, it's easy for you, but I only have 150 Instagram followers and nobody likes my posts. I can't impact the world. What you're really saying is, if I make an effort and I'm not immediately rewarded or acknowledged for that effort, I will feel bad. So I'm not going to do anything because I don't want to feel bad. Instead of focusing on being of service to others, you're making decisions that are 100% selfish if you really stop and think about it. If you know you can help others, do you not have a responsibility to do so? If I have helped you by sharing content, should you not pay it forward? Mind you, there is no right or wrong answer here. It's all subjective. I just want you to take the time to think about these things. The reason you never start is because you're afraid of not getting credit. That's all social media followers and likes truly are, a form of credit. You're getting credit for your work via likes and followers and it makes you feel good. This is an example of making selfish content. It is only when you don't care at all about followers or likes that you can begin to make truly authentic content. I'll give you a great example. There is an influencer named Whitney Miller. She's a gorgeous woman and a bit of a sex symbol. Her Instagram has sat steadily at about 100,000 followers for a long time. The thing is, she has felt like she's not growing because she was hung up on the number. But here's what really happened. Her entire Instagram, for years, was focused around her amazing body. Bikini pictures and half-naked pictures were regularly featured on her Instagram. It was actually most of her content. After years of personal development, she decided she actually had something to say. So she started sharing meaningful content on her Instagram. And she would see her follower count drop. And a sort of roller coaster of followers began. She kept putting out more authentic content, and one day she would lose 1,000 followers, the next day she would gain 1,000 followers, on and on. What was really happening was she was growing tremendously by connecting with the right kinds of people and weeding out the wrong kinds of people. 
A large percentage of her following was likely creepy dudes who just wanted to look at her body and weren't interested at all in hearing her speak her truth. She was losing those followers and gaining followers who were interested in her message. That is tremendous growth. If we look at this from a health and wellness perspective, this is the equivalent of a person not losing any weight according to the scale, but their body fat percentage is dropping and their lean mass percentage is going up. The loss and gain cancel each other out in terms of net body weight, but the results are astronomically beneficial, losing body fat and building muscle. Again, even with a follower count of 150 people on Instagram, you could start making content today and your mind cannot even begin to fathom the exponential growth potential of that audience that you think is so small because you're spending too much time comparing it to other accounts with bigger followings. If even 1% of your following starts adopting your ideas as you share your story, the growth potential is infinite and mind-boggling. It is absolutely beautiful. This is how one person can change the world. And I want to be clear and vulnerable here. I am 100% guilty of feeling like things are impossible or simply too much for me as just one man. I realized this was a false belief after a recent experience with plant medicines. After the experience, through integration and journaling, I was able to see the false belief I have been carrying for years. My self-talk, constantly reminding me that there's only so much I can do as just one man, was actually my subconscious insecurities giving myself a free pass a way to justify not giving my very best effort to a goal because it doesn't really matter in the end. When the truth is, it absolutely does matter. It matters a lot. In my mind, I somehow placed the responsibility for all necessary changes directly on my own shoulders. For instance, I know that the food systems in America need to change. I know the public school lunch programs need to change. I know the healthcare model needs to change. I know the corruption between the government and big food needs to change, and I know 88% of Americans need to change their nutrition habits terribly. And somehow, I'd convinced myself that Justin Nault was solely responsible for changing all of these things. It's a superhero complex. My ego is screaming. And what did I get in return? A feeling of crippling anxiety every day and the habit of working myself sick day in and day out as I try to tackle all of these monstrous goals myself. Completely unsustainable. Then, I had a harrowing experience with psychedelics. Truly the most terrifying experience of my entire life. I had to call upon my family to rescue me. I kid you not. I have never had to do that in my entire life. I've never had a psychedelic experience completely break me. I'll share the details of that trip on a future episode, but I will tell you that once I landed back in my normal waking consciousness, once the plant medicine wore off, I was flooded with downloads from the universe. A tremendous amount of perspective on what actually matters in life. I was also hit with the irrefutable truth of the old cliche, put your oxygen mask on first. It became abundantly clear to me that I would be of no use to anyone if I worked myself to death or spread myself so thin that I became burnt out and began resenting my work. My impact on the world would not be greater, it would only be diminished. 
This is when the imaginary scenario of the politician watching the Sacred Cow documentary hit me like a ton of bricks. It became clear to me that I could absolutely change the world in a significant way if I just stopped caring about whether or not it was actually me making certain decisions and getting credit for them. For instance, what did I actually think I was going to do? Get into politics? Become president of the United States? Create new laws stating that we would change the entire agriculture system, school lunch programs, health care, and squash corruption? Of course, this is an absurd thing to think, and it is not beneficial to my actual mission in any way. If that is the goal, then I have exactly no shot at succeeding. If I place all of the responsibility on my own shoulders, I've set myself up for suffering and failure. It is only through collaboration that we can hope to change the world. This is not a solo endeavor. My only job is to share my truth. There is nobody in the world who is better at being Justin Nault than I am. And that is my only job, to just be Justin. I've told you before, Clovis as a company and even as a concept was just me practicing lifestyle design. I designed a lifestyle for myself that I believe is me living my best life. Then I realized that people around me seemed to want the same freedom I had from my new lifestyle. They wanted the benefits I was getting through living this way. So I started to share my story. My first Facebook Live video probably had six viewers. And yet here we are two and a half years later and my audience is something like 40,000. Not 10 million, 40,000. And it took a boatload of effort for me to get here. I can't sit here and lie to you and pretend it was easy. And I can't pretend that I don't wish 40,000 followers would have happened in the first month, but that's not how it went. It went the only way it could have gone. And where I am right now is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Thanks to this Clovis brand I've built, I can help fund projects like Sacred Cow. I can afford to purchase my groceries from local regenerative farms. I can feature beautiful humans like Hillary Boynton and Diana Rogers on my podcast to help spread their message with my audience. I can donate to organizations like Stand Up Kids, run by my incredible friend, Juliette Starrett, who converts entire public school classrooms to stand-up desks to help kids live healthier lives each and every day. I can work one-on-one -on -one with clients, one person at a time, to change their lives for the better and continue the spread of this Clovis lifestyle. Now, I just named a whole lot of ripple effects, but don't be fooled. My only core job is to share my story. That's it. And me sharing these realizations with you is exactly what I should be doing in this very moment and every moment that I have the power to do so. And make no mistake, you listening to these words at this very moment is exactly where you are supposed to be. The emotions that bubble up inside of you while listening will lead to some decision and action on your part. And whatever that action might be, whether it be creating content and sharing it, reposting one of my videos, or turning off this podcast and laying on the couch to catch up on your favorite show. No matter what your next action is, that is exactly what you're supposed to be doing in that moment. Trust the process. If you're truly not ready to make content, there is a reason for it, and you should honor that resistance you're feeling. But if any part of you has been feeling an itch to try to make a difference, feeling the need to share or feeling like you want to do your part in some way, shape, or form to add value to society, you should act.
and you should act right now. We can spread ideas at the speed of sound and light, audio and video content, social media platforms, posting, sharing, liking, commenting, word of mouth. We can spread ideas faster than the coronavirus by hundreds of multiples. Infinite potential change is possible if we all start sharing our stories. Remember, operating from a place of scarcity, allowing fear to dictate your actions is a selfish way of being. If you've never looked at it this way, then it is imperative that you do right now and realize the truth in that statement. Stop letting fear prevent you from being yourself. Stop letting fear tell you that you can't share the most authentic version of yourself with the world. You have exactly nothing to lose here. Any and all perceived risks are completely imaginary. What's going to happen? You're going to share a piece of content on your Instagram and none of your loved ones will ever speak to you again? The bank will foreclose on your house? A higher power will strike your car with a lightning bolt and it will explode? You'll develop a drinking habit and end up living under a bridge with a needle in your arm? What is it exactly that you're so afraid of? Because I'm telling you right now, the worst that will happen is some miserable person will make a snarky comment on your post and it will hurt your feelings for like 10 minutes. That's literally it. That is the only real risk here. Do you value the opinions of others so much that you will let that potential risk prevent you from helping countless people change their lives for the better? If we weigh the risk versus reward, I think we both know what you have to do. Let's work together on this. Let's spread our truth. Let's spread valuable ideas. Let's change the lives of countless millions, potentially billions of people by utilizing exponential growth. Let's change the world by spreading ideas even faster than the coronavirus.